0: Hi, my name is Leslie Kauf, and this is the podcast, Breathing Out Stars. (music) Truthfully, I am all in pieces. I read this beautiful rendition of the story of the Tower of Babel this week, If you need a refresher, this is how it goes. It had only been a couple of generations past the time of the Great Flood, of course. At this point in history, we can assume that all descendants could be traced back to Noah. And they had, in a manner of speaking, a type of generational ancestral trauma. I mean, wouldn't you? In their bones, they remembered the flood. They remembered the fear. They remembered the worry the uncertainty, they said, never again. So they built a tower, a tower which would not only bring them closer to God, but which would, in a very practical sense, raise them up from the ground to keep them safe from rising waters. I had always learned when I was a child that God was angered by the hubris, by the arrogance that the tower's builders would think themselves God-like by being so high in the air, and maybe that is the story that one tells an eight-year-old. I understand now that it was maybe not the hubris of wanting to be higher up from the ground, but for wanting to be closer to heaven, but also maybe it was the hubris that they wanted to protect themselves from anything that God, the divine providence, would send their way. Sort of an insurance policy against divine action. It's a classic trauma control thing. If something was traumatic for you, then you will want to provide an escape route for yourself in the future, like forever. It's a lack of trust, really, a lack of faith in some ways. And the consequences for that lack of trust action, the building of that tower, was that God scattered people all over the earth and made them speak all different languages to keep them from working together again. Or so that is the story they tell, eh? Okay, but what, let's rethink this, what if building a tower, such a tower, was reframed as a great feat? What if God saw that tower being built, saw all the people cooperating to build the great tower and said, oh my goodness, you guys, this is a great tower. Look at how all you guys work together to build yourselves a great insurance policy against another flood. Now, let me give you another challenge. Pretend that we're talking about a reality show like the great Mount Ararat Bake Off or something like that. Your next challenge, says the host, is that I'm going to scatter you all over And you will not even speak the same language. The challenge is that you have been separated. Now, learn how to come together. The separation is the opportunity. Well, it was maybe not a punishment, but maybe it was the next task at hand. God divided us so that we could come together. To be, once again, completely honest with you, I have been having a lot of trouble finding the words to talk about what has been going on the last number of days. I had a dream that I couldn't write, that I couldn't speak. When I tried to type, my keyboard became cotton balls and chopped pecans, and while I was typing onto the cotton balls and pecans, hoping to form letters and words, here's the spoiler, No words could be formed. I'm finding it hard to connect with people. Reaching across the distance is difficult. And when you reach, it's not satisfying and it doesn't feel right. Here's the spoiler. You may be feeling this too. Finally pulled out a couple jigsaw puzzles. I tried one piece, I tried another. It was my way of forcing myself through my fog when I could not think of one little bit of another way to move forward. Then, then I found a piece that fit another piece. In a very, very small way, I was connecting one thing to another. I am either literally or figuratively or both putting the pieces of my world and the world back together. In a puzzle, a piece has a shape whose opposite matches with another piece. Many pieces have to sometimes be tried to get just the right one to fit. But there are many, many failures until you find the right one. And sometimes, here's the spoiler, you will never find the right piece that fits because you accidentally dropped one without noticing. And the dog, for the first time in her life, stole it, ran across the room and chewed it and left its bits on the rug by the couch. Yes, that happened here as well. When one person tries to connect one piece with another or one language with another, like in the world of the Tower of Babel, and one piece says, my shape is so much better than your shape, so I am just not going to fit. How can we come together like that? How can people reach across a distance when some people insist that their language is the better language? I am all in pieces. We have a lack of trust, a lack of faith. We are stocking up on toilet paper because we just don't have faith. Siamo ai pezzi. We are all in pieces. When you are making a puzzle, when you're creating it, you choose a picture, an image of some sort, and there is an intentionality to create something divided Cardboard image goes into a machine which cuts it into countless pieces, or maybe 500, or maybe 1,000, and then breaks them apart. The purpose of which is to have us spend our time one piece at a time putting them together. So, after a period of time of not being able to focus on even a puzzle, although pandemic puzzles must surely be a hashtag. I found myself obsessively doing a second puzzle and then I had to bribe myself to do other things to earn another puzzle. It's actually really complicated being me. Although I have been talking for months about the only way forward being forward, I had a lot of trouble moving forward. But when you think you're going to do a puzzle, when you're actually doing that puzzle, It's a built-in motivator to move forward. It's a two-dimensional allegory for life. One piece. Find it. Match it. Put it in. Pick up another. Surrender to the process. Find. Look. Try. Fail. Try again. Fit it. Breathe. Your lack of trust from the last trauma becomes a bit of trust for the next step. I heard that Toni Morrison wrote that if you can surrender to the wind, then you can ride it forward. But then there's the little matter of feelings and I admit that being in pieces applies to mine. And I find myself singing this song from this one musical. i want gonna tell you about it. The musical is called Into the Woods. And in this musical, Into the Woods, many characters from different fairy tales all have problems and they all go into the woods to solve them. And here's a spoiler. It's a mess. While they are going into the very same woods to solve their individual problems, they meet each other. And now everything is more complicated. It's in pieces. They just want to live their lives. But there are others who have acted selfishly. And now there are giants on the loose Giants on the loose in the land, toppling houses and stepping on people and killing them. And now there is death and fear and uncertainty and, to be honest, a little bit like our world right now. And one man from fairy tales, the baker, while faced with a lot of personal pain and some decisions, he just wants to run away from it all. He feels just plain done. And he sings this song, and here's a part of this song, and it kind of resonates with me. It's called No More. No more questions, please, no more tests. Comes the day you say, what for? Please, no more. No more riddles, no more jests, no more curses you can't undo, left by fathers you never knew, no more quests. No more feelings, time to shut the door. Just no more. No more giants waging war. Can't we just pursue our lives with our children and our wives till that happy day arrives? How do you ignore all the witches, all the curses, all the wolves, all the lies, the false hopes, the goodbyes, the reverses? All the wondering what's even worse is still in store. All the children, all the giants, no more. I read that what was destroyed in our world now becomes the energy for new beginnings. I hope that that's true. Things are looking different. We, for sure, are different. I have said like a million times on this podcast, the only way forward is forward. And when you put one puzzle piece in, then it is time to find the next piece, and then the next, and the next, forward. We have to learn to trust again, to have faith. We have to somehow conjure the faith that the piece you were looking for was not left next to the couch, chewed by the dog. We have to learn how to bridge the distance and connect again. I have no idea how we do this, but I do know that I have the faith to understand that we do this one small piece at a time. Look, I have a hopeful story about pieces to share, too. So here it goes. There is a story that when God made the world, he left the vessels holding all the divine light on earth. God sent the messengers, the angels, down to earth to retrieve the vessels So now the uh, the angels have these large vessels of light in their arms, and they are flying up into the sky. And the thing is, apparently, vessels of light as they leave the earth become heavier and heavier, I guess, because physics. So the angels are struggling with the heavy vessels and flying higher, and they're getting heavier. And at some point, the vessels are so heavy that the angels can no longer even hold them, and the vessels fall from their arms and crash to earth. Yes, here's the spoiler, and shatter into millions of pieces. It is our job, according to this folk tale, to try to gather up all the pieces of light, to collect them and try to reassemble the jars. It is this, this one way, this small way that we can repair the world. Sure, sure, I've said that in time, ta- I believe that in time, the world bends towards the good. But yeah, here's the spoiler. We may have to go through some stuff first, and yeah, we're, we're going through it. We are absolutely in pieces. We have to learn to come together. Puzzles may be resilience at this point, but remember it is joy that will keep us going. <music> piece at a time one piece of light at a time i'm leslie cough this has been breathing out stars thank you so much for joining us